Hey, funny people, welcome to Four Cent Shots. This is where I share a brief segment from one of the past episodes of the podcast for your enjoyment. So, enjoy. The term stage mother is used to describe a female parent who, to put it kindly, has taken it upon herself to instill in her child theatrical ambition and eventual success. The entire upbringing of the child has this goal as its basis and has undoubtedly resulted in the creation of more than a few stars. Ours, however, is an age of specialization and keen competition, and it is naive to assume that this sort of child-rearing technique is confined to the world of show business. Below are some examples. The Architecture Mother. The Architecture Mother does indeed have her work cut out for her. Her days are filled with the difficult task of impressing upon her youngster the need for economy of line and the desirability of wiping one's feet before coming into the machine for living. Other mothers have children who pay attention, who realize that form should follow function, and that there's such a thing as considering the reflective qualities of glass before going out to play. Other mothers can relax once in a while because their children listen the first time, without having to be told over and over again until I'm sick of hearing hearing myself say it, less, less, I mean it, less and I'm not going to say it again. The television talk show host mother. Here is a job that presents such a multiplicity of problems that relatively few have entered the field. The work is arduous and the hours long, for it is still too soon to tell whether the child will be early morning, mid-afternoon, or late night. Hardly a facet of modern life can be disregarded. Vegas, darling, the loss is strictly for them. Just plain Vegas, that's right. Now, what do we do in Vegas? No, darling, that's what they do in Vegas. We play Vegas. We are playing Vegas. We played Vegas. Let's not forget our grammar. Let's have a little consideration for the English language here, please. Now, when we play Vegas, what else do we do? That's right, kill him. Kill them in Vegas. Killing them in Vegas. Killed them in Vegas. And what do we do when things get interesting? Well, yes, we can bleep sometimes, but that's not what pays allowances, is it? That's not what buys bicycles. No, we sell a little something. We cut to a commercial. We have a word from our sponsors, and we break the stations. Good. Now, here's a book. What do we do with books? No, and I don't want to have to say it again. We don't read books. You want to read books? Do you want to read books, or do you want to be a television talk show host? You can't have it both ways. We don't read books. We mean to read books. And where do we mean to read books? That's right, on the plane. We meant to read it on the plane. And why didn't we? Come on, we've been through this a thousand times. I'll give you a hint. But this is the last time. Okay, here's the hint. It starts with a D. That's right, Duke. 
We meant to read it on the plane, but we ran into the Duke. Duke Wayne. Very good, darling. Terrific. I think that's enough for tonight. Just a minute, young man. Where do you think you're going? To bed? Really? Without a quick rundown of tomorrow night's gas? That's how you leave a room? Very nice. Excellent. 18 hours a day with this, and you just leave the room without a quick rundown of tomorrow night's guests. That's no way to be a television talk show host, and if you don't learn now, you're going to find out later the hard way. I mean it. I don't like to say it. I am your mother, but you're going to be canceled. I mean it. What? Who? Cloris Leachman, Gore Vidal, Shecky Green, Dr. Joyce Brothers, and Jim Burt Bouton. That's my baby. You're a beautiful guy, darling. Good night. The Mortician Mother The burden borne by the Mortician Mother is not an easy one, for she must spend virtually every waking hour policing the behavior of her child. Is that giggling she hears? Rarely she must go to his room and admonish him for the ten thousandth time. Could you look a little somber, please? I mean, is that too much to ask? A little dignity? A little sorrowful understanding? Other kids manage to look somber without having to be told every 20 seconds. Other kids can be trusted alone for 10 minutes without a lot of laughter. Other kids don't shrug their shoulders and walk away when their mothers ask for a little opinion on how they look. Other kids say, very lifelike in a nice hushed tone the first time they're asked. Other kids can wear a carnation a whole day without it wilting. I don't know where I went wrong with you. I don't know where you get this taste for simplicity, not even simplicity, just ordinary cheapness if you ask me. Oh yes, don't think I don't know about that plain pine box you've got there. I'm not stupid. Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Know-it-all. There is such a thing as solid mahogany with real brass fittings and satin lining, and the sooner you learn that the better off you'll be. The Head Waiter Mother Few appreciate the problems that beset the mother of the aspiring head waiter. Not only has she to contend with the difficulty of instilling in him a passion for the unnecessary flourish, but she must also curb his every naive instinct for friendliness. How many times have I told you not to answer the first time you're spoken to? How many? And what is this helpful business all of a sudden, may I ask? Where did you pick that up? Is that what you want to be when you grow up? Helpful? Fine. Wonderful. Go be helpful. Be a Boy Scout for all I care. Yes, a Boy Scout, because that's how you'll end up if you don't stop fooling around. I'm not the one who wants to be a head waiter. I'm not the one who said, Oh, Mommy, if you mold me into a head waiter, I'll never ask you for another thing. Not ever. So I'm not the one who'll suffer. You want to be a head waiter? Act like a head waiter. A little ignoring, please. A little uncalled for arrogance. You want to be obsequious? Believe me, there's a time and place. Princess Grace comes in, David Rockefeller, Tennessee Williams, okay, fine, good. Then be obsequious. You have my blessing. But I don't want to see it all the time. I don't want to see it for some expense account jerk who's out of out on the town i don't want to see it for every leisure suit with two on the aisle for a chorus line understand 
a little more influence peddling, peddling and a little less warm welcome, okay? Your father and I aren't going to be here forever, you know. The restaurant critic mother. The restaurant critic mother is a proud woman. So proud, in fact, that those who know her have pretty much had it up to here with listening to what a picky eater she's got on her hands. But her pride is understandable, for she has earned it. For years she has asked, how was lunch, dear? Only to be answered with a terse, okay. Over and over again she has drilled her little charge until the happy day when her question elicits this rewarding response. Mommy, the sandwich was superb. The Wonder Bread softly unobtrusive. The perfect foil for both the richly poignant super chunky Skippy and the clear fragrant Welch's grape. The carrot sticks were exquisitely sweet yet asserted their integrity in every glorious crunch. The Yoo-Hoo was interesting adolescent but robust, and the Yankee Doodle a symphony of snowy cream filling and rich dark cake, the whole of it bathed in a splendor of chocolate-flavored icing that verged on the sinful.